So can you sell a car that belongs to a family member? Maybe the family member's deceased. Maybe they moved. Maybe they are in the military and they left the country. Maybe it's a divorce and their former spouse left you a car. Talk about a few stories of title nightmares of family-owned vehicles and how it creates a problem. First, as you know, let's talk about what a title is. A title is a legal government document issued only by a government agency. You can't buy one from a company. You can't download one from the internet. It's a certificate, kind of like a driver's license, birth certificate, passport. Only comes from the government. Now, they're going to have a record in their system of who owns the vehicle. They'll have a name and an address for that VIN number. Joe Schmo owns this vehicle. That's it. So if you're not the person listed on the title record, you can't sell the vehicle. Not yours to sell. You might say, well, they gave it to me. They promised I could have it. They died and I own it. It's not how the DMV looks at it. They look at it like whoever's name is on the title, that's who owns it. Period. And if you want to sell it, on the back of the title, there's a space for the owner to sign their name. The owner has to sign their name. You can't sign your name. You can't sign their name. That's forgery. So if you want to sell it, you have to get that owner to actually sign the title. Can you help them and do it on their behalf? Certainly you can, as long as they're the ones who signs the title. How does it work if they're deceased? Well, if the person is deceased, there are some procedures you can go through for a deceased owner title transfer. You can find more information on our website about that. You have to come up with a death certificate, usually usually something showing you're related to the person, maybe a birth certificate showing you're the child, maybe a marriage license showing you're a spouse, something. They want to know that the person selling it is related to the deceased person. You probably all have to sign some forms that says, look, this person doesn't owe a lot of money to other places because if the person dies and they owe $10,000 to their credit card, you're not supposed to sell the car for cash and keep the cash. Their debts are supposed to be paid from the assets. So you have to look into the legalities of selling a deceased owner's car or even buying a deceased owner's car. What about a divorce? We had a client we talked to today who had a, has a car that they're looking to sell. And they've been divorced for eight years and there's a lien on the car. Well, they paid off the lien and they need to get a lien release from the lender, from the bank. Well, we're helping them out with that. But turns out the title is also in both names, her name and the former spouse, the husband's name. Well, they got divorced and the divorce papers are clear, but it says nothing about the vehicle in the divorce. So you can't just go to the DMV and says, well, I'm divorced, so give me the car. The DMV doesn't know if the other person was supposed to get the car. They might think that you're trying to get over. You're trying to scam the other person on their half the car. Unless the divorce specifically says in it, this car goes to so-and-so, the DMV is not allowed to pick sides. They're not a referee. They can't take your word for it. You know what's supposed to happen. In reality, even if the person at the DMV you're talking to, even if they know really what's supposed to happen, they're not allowed to be the judge. They're not allowed to pick a side. They have to go by the law. And the law says, technically, both people own this vehicle, so you need to get an autograph signature from that former spouse. If you don't get it, too bad, so sad. You might have to go back to court to get the court to give you that document if you didn't get it the first time. And the court can do a court order title to that extent. What about a family member who is just not available? Maybe they're in the military and they're overseas. Maybe they're in prison. Maybe they've moved far away. 
and they ha and you have a car that is titled in their name that you want to sell, you want to get rid of. Same things apply. You need the signature of that person on the back of the title to transfer it. If they're not around, if they're in prison, you probably have to go on what's called signing day, where all the inmates are allowed to sign legal documents. Every prison has days like that, sometimes once a week, once a month, by appointment, where they can sign things they have to sign for outside in the free world. If they're in the military, same thing. Wherever they're posted and what their billet is gives them opportunities to sign forms that have to do with life in the civilian world. Sometimes you might have a power of attorney or somebody might have one. Many people in the military have designated a relative as a power of attorney that can sign documents on their behalf. And that, that power of attorney certificate exists somewhere. Somebody has it. So you want to check with that. If they've moved, different story, you need to contact them to sign that title. Well, if they don't have to physically come to where you are, but they have to sign something and they can sign it wherever they are living. If they live halfway across the country. They can sign papers and FedEx them to you. So if it's a relative, you got to get the signature because they want to protect people because, you know, just because it's a relative, not every relative is much, how should I say, acting in good faith. I'm sure in your family, you have one relative that you wouldn't trust, you know, with loaning them $20. So by letting relatives just sell cars for other people, puts people in a bad spot because otherwise they could just sell your car from under you. So yeah, that's why you have to have signatures and make sure if you are a relative selling a car for somebody else that you document all your permissions and your signatures so you don't get in trouble later for forgery, auto theft, fraudulent conveyance or other types of things. And get good legal advice from an attorney before you take on anything that can create liability.